0: Hey, this is Mark, and this is Kendrick, and this is Movies in Black and White.
1: Yes, sir, it is, and today we are back with another news roundup, because I read something today that I had been waiting all day to tell you, like, I am so beyond stoked. I literally was going to turn to you today and be like, Mark, you will not believe what I just read, but I stopped myself. I was like, no, we're recording tonight. I'm gonna find think. out just as you guys find out. <laughs>
0: okay, it's so fantastic.
1: what did we? What was the last question I asked you on our last news roundup last week? I'll give you a hint. It had to do who would be with, a grizzled. No, who would play a good Alfred? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and yes. who did you pick? Yeah. I picked uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, yes. And I picked Mark Hamill. Right. You know who got cast as Alfred today? Who? Andy Circus. Really? And kid you not, dude. Like I was like, this that is, is the. Oh, yeah. the like I told you earlier today, when we were talking about, it, I was like, "Who I'm going to tell you today is the best casting. We would never have guessed, not never, even, it never, never thought cost that. My mind. But that
0: is fan, that is awesome. I like Andy Circus. Enjoyed all of his work, every bit of it. Motion capture to real action life, I mean, it's fantastic.
1: Oh, he's an amazing like, actor. Well, I, amazing. He has the time to do this right now because he's directing Venom Two, Venom Two, yeah. Which so, that's a wild choice within itself because. Right? I don't know if you've seen Mowgli on Netflix, which he directed.
0: I have seen Mowgli.
1: It was a good freshman movie for him because that was the first movie he directed. Yeah. This being his sophomore movie, I'm super excited to see how far he's coming. He's amazing with motion capture. Like That was the best part of Mowgli with the people that he got to motion capture that. Right. So I'm really excited to see what he does with Venom and Carnage if Woody Hellison comes back, which he's supposed to I believe. I don't know if it's been completely confirmed that he's coming back or not. I believe it has. Yes. But yes, I'm be really curious to see what he does with those visuals, because that's his real niche. Like He's yeah. really
0: good at that. I'm very, very amazed that they cast him, but I am very pleased that they cast him as oh,
1: Alfred. Alfred. That is... Woo! That's going to be amazing.
0: And to... I mean, his age fits Pattinson.
1: Oh, yeah. He's, he's Definitely. a good age, too. He's not too old. No. Not too young. He's exactly. the right. And that's just... In the long line of good casting, I mean, uh, we talked about this last time. It was just a rumor at the time, but it got confirmed recently. Jeffrey Wright right. as Gordon, as Gordon, which, that's awesome. That is ah, fantastic. I love so it. <laughs> now we're up to Zoe Kravitz. We mm-hmm. are up to Robert Pattinson, Andy Serkis, Paul Dano. There's also a rumor going on right now. Not a rumor. It's he's in the final stages of the talk from the article I read. Colin Farrell is joining the cast as the Penguin. Penguin. Oh my gosh. Which I'm like, like to trying to that. imagine how that works.
0: Oh, there's going to be some prosthetics involved, unless they go the Gotham route, which I mean, Andy Serkis being cast and the younger uh, Bruce Wayne kind of puts you in mind of how they did Gotham.
1: You know, the cast. You know, I never watched Gotham. Oh my gosh! I know. I was waiting I until it finished, finished, and then they put all the episodes on okay. Netflix. So now I'm going to yeah. start binging it. There hopefully. you go. I there did see go. how it ended though, and I was I was very excited at how they ended it. But I'll be curious to watch the whole show from beginning to end right? and see how much I truly enjoy it. Because I'm, I'm always open for new source material. I'm always open for new interpretations. And that's what they do with these shows, especially Smallville, The Flash, yes, all these shows. They always take their own spin on it for TV to make it last. Yes, they do. I think Smallville went on a little too long. but I think it did. It went in a
0: direction that was just kind of convoluted. Yeah. It's, it it's like, okay, if you'd have just stayed on the path you were going on, you know, the It'd whole Lex Luthor is now machine, whatever. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy.
1: To also touch upon another good comic movie that we mentioned a couple episodes back, Joker is getting close to a billion, billion dollars. Which, that was my hope, but I never thought in a million years it would happen. The worry. Like you said before, they were so worried, the studio was so worried that they split the production,
0: split costs. The production costs. They are... Paying for that now. Mm-hmm. But, hey, you make $500 million. <laughs> I yeah, think you're all right. That is, that is wild. <laughs> You've won.
1: And to recant on our Martin Scorsese thing, this is pertinent to the Joker. He was up to direct the Joker at one point. He spent a significant oh, joke, but he gosh. couldn't crack it. He could not crack doing a comic book movie. Right. So he handed the reins off to Todd Phillips, which he was super excited for. And I don't know if he's seen the movie or liked it, but he was supposed to do Joker, and they clarified some of his statements regarding his whole Marvel debacle. He claims he has seen some of the movies. They're just not his niche. And he's further clarifying, saying, I know I greatly appreciate what those guys are doing for right. the industry, which is what our big beef was. Correct. Was that we were afraid what that would do to their mindsets and how that would make them feel. But I'm super glad he's clarified. I'm pleasantly surprised that he's actually given them a chance. If it's not his niche, it's not his niche. I agree
0: with that. I can understand the clarification. I In the article that he clarified in, I still believe he's hard-nosed on what he, his stance is. And also... Some of that revelation of okay, you were up for that to direct that movie and you couldn't crack it. Martin Scorsese is in the pantheon of great directors. Yes, he, he you know, I don't take anything away from him, but he's still a human being. You know, to be a little bit jealous and maybe throw some shade at something that you couldn't get, get a hand on, yeah. you know, seems like he might have done that. But I digress. Uh, the casting news is absolutely wonderful coming out of Hollywood today coming out of the batman the batman is shaping up to be hopefully and we are so much praying for this because we want to see more great dc movies we want to see something that you know rivals them with the marvel universe and says hey this is a competition so competition just breeds greatness yeah so we want to see that
1: well i couldn't be more thrilled with the way the batman is shaping up and i i've bit myself before saying oh there's no way this could fail there's right. absolutely no way. Like, Green Lantern, in my mind, there was no way it could fail. I mean, you had you had Ryan Reynolds. You had, um, what was the, the guy that played Killawog? Big oh. dude, forget his name. He was uh, Armageddon, Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan, thank yeah, you. You had Jeffrey Fat. Rush. You have Jeffrey you Rush. You had um, Mark uh, Strong. Right. Yeah, you had a killer cast, and you had a guy that directed Casino Royale. I was like, there's no way this can fail.
0: You had Tycho Wait- Waititi, Taika Waititi Taika yeah. in that.
1: Yeah, I mean, just, and come on. Uh, you, there were bombed. people. It was there. But that was just not miserable. So, speaking of bombed, and I'll come back to Joker Mix. I got one more thing to tell you. But speaking of bombed, Terminator eating major shit at the theater, which is just depressing. It's
0: it's just depressing. I thought getting the original chemistry back together, getting the original recipe back together, would have helped this
1: film. Well, you had Linda Hamilton come back, Schwarzenegger come back, which he was in the last one. Uh, You had James Cameron coming back to produce, (laughs) and I think he helped with the story. Right. And you had the director of Deadpool. Yes. The first one coming in to make this movie. And by all accounts, the movie's good. It's just not performing well at the box office, which is disappointing because, I don't know if you know this, but they have failed to launch trilogy after trilogy with Terminator. Salvation was supposed to start its trilogy in the future, which I like Salvation. Salvation was a decent Mm -hmm. flick. It wasn't, by any standards, T1 or T2. Right. Better than T3, in my opinion yeah i think so then that didn't pan out and then terminator genesis was supposed to start a whole nother trilogy and that didn't pan out either you had schwarzenegger back finally (laughs) in the whole role bless you you had a whole new cast you kind of had a rebooted series and then it just it didn't work so for me it's super depressing that another movie that was supposed to start a whole new trilogy isn't working in the box office and this one is better reviewed than the last two so it's just, it's heartbreaking to see that they cannot get it together for the franchise.
0: It really is. Because, I mean, the fans are really, I think a lot of the fans of the original two were very much behind getting this going. Mm-hmm. I'm very much excited to see, okay, they've got a new Terminator. Not a campy Terminator, a very good Terminator. You know, a progression from what the others were. And they have a enhanced human. Yeah. That yeah, well, that's a fantastic fight. You know, it is very disappointing that it's not doing well.
1: Well, they're saying it could lose anywhere between up to $120 million, which oh is my just, goodness. that's eating it. That's <laughs> You're eating the cost dead. bad. And I'm, like I said, I, I was really pulling for this to work so they could start new children. I liked where they were going. I liked the design of the Rev 9. Right. I liked Diego Luna. Awesome. I liked yes. Mackenzie Davis. I liked the whole cast. I liked what they were doing. I still haven't seen the movie. It's on my list. But it just... It Breaks my heart, and I,
0: I, I, definitely will still go see it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And absolutely. We,
0: I have to see for myself, yeah. to see what they're saying. But.
1: Well, I, like I said, they're saying good things about it. It's just not performing. performing nobody's showing up to yeah. see it, which is That's amazing because really cool. Terminator is mm-hmm. one of those hallmark franchises. Exactly. That just doesn't go anywhere. It takes quite a few years between movies, but I think the problem is is they've rebooted, redone it so many times. It's almost exactly. It's almost like a Halloween Friday Thirteenth situation mm-hmm. here, which. Worked really well for Halloween when they said, "Okay, you know what? We're cutting out the rest, but the first movie," and it nailed it. It killed it. The box yes, office. There was so much hype for this one, and then this one comes out, Terminator Dark Fate, and says, "Okay, you know what? We're going to cut out everything but T one and T two. We're going to jump straight off from there." And it worked for the movie, from what all accounts. But it's just people aren't showing, showing up, up for the it. Box office. So it's it's a depressing thing, truly, because you could tell they put some hard work and some effort into that movie and made it work for the storyline they were going for. Now they're saying, I don't remember who said the guy that uh, runs the studio for them said, we're going to put it to rest for a while, we'll revisit five or six years from now and probably reboot the franchise. And then he joked, maybe into an animated series, which I was like, I could watch that I too. I could watch that yeah. too. That
0: would be fantastic. I'd check that watch out. Watch it in
1: the line of Animatrix. Yeah. yeah like oh my An anthology gosh. series. Yes. That would be great. Be fantastic. Going back to the Joker, though, this was another great thing I read today and I wanted to share with you. Todd Phillips did an interview and somebody asked him, did Zazie Beetz's character survive the encounter with the Joker? He says he doesn't definitely kill her definitively. He goes on to explain that he made wrote the movie. You know, He knows everything he's talking about. He knows what he was planning to do with her. He goes, we like the idea that it's almost a litmus test for the audience to say, How crazy is he? Did he actually kill this lady? And that's what we did. We all questioned it. That was a big part of our thing was like, he left the gray area open. But now I'm happy and I didn't think we'd get this yet again. Prove me wrong twice about the Joker is he's given us the definition for it, which is just great as well. Yes. So he goes on to say, he goes, uh, most people that I've spoken to think he didn't kill her because they understand the idea that he only kills people that did him wrong. She had nothing to do with it. And then he goes on to further say, most people understood that even as a villain, he was living by a certain code. Of course, he didn't kill this woman down the hall. And now he also mentioned that there was a deleted scene from the movie where when he was on the Franklin Murray show, it cut to her watching him on TV. Ah. Which see. would have been really cool to see, but they it wanted to keep it. Yeah, he exactly. said he wanted to keep it from the Too perspective much. of the Joker, which right. is great because that movie worked best just from Arthur's perspective, yes. and it made you really question what you were seeing. And They did a fantastic movie. We were all thinking, "Killer, her, you not kill right. her. And like I said, it's great to have that definition, but at the same token, I could have lived without it because I was happy just wondering. It made me keep thinking about that movie. Consistent. Cool to have that definition. Yeah, it's good
0: to know she survived yeah. and possibly could go on <laughs> probably
1: through something
0: else. That, probably eventually scarred one. from that yeah. whole thing. Oh, well, definitely. It's like, yeah, pack your
1: yeah, right. shit. We're getting out. We're not yeah, living in this part I don't know if you Think noticed. of all the
0: Joker knockoffs that would come in.
1: Oh, right? So you knew him, right? What was he like? Okay. Really creepy. Yeah. So that scene where he points the gun at his head and pantomimes, which he just did. Woo, right. buddy, that was wild. So sequels that just got announced recently. Michael Douglas came and said that they're going to start production on Ant-Man, Ant-Man three, 3 soon. So he says by 2021, 20, 22, they're going to do filming and it should be out in that time frame. Which good time great that it came from Michael Douglas. I yes. love the fact that he's so in love I with this franchise. That just it shows that the older generation is getting behind this. Like hell, exactly. like we talked about it's a huge win when Robert Redford, Redford gets, gets involved. Oh gosh. So the fact that Michael Douglas is all in and says, I love this franchise, I can't wait to do more, you know, it's great. Right. That's just amazing to me that they can get that caliber of actors to come in. And, and stay. Yeah. And absolutely.
0: Have a, you know, the staying power
1: of it. Well, not just the staying power, but the draw power within itself. Right. Like we talked about. You got Angelina Jolie starring in the, uh, the Eternals. Right. You had Marshall Ali call Kevin Feige and said, I, I want to play G-blade. Blade. Let's oh talk. And, of course, that's... Kevin was just the smartest guy in the room let's that said, see. absolutely. What do you yes. want to do? Let's go here. What let's do you, you want to do in this? Which, that's, just, that's a win within itself oh, yeah. right there. I can't Commedia wait to actor. see more of that.
0: Two-time Emmy Oscar award winner. I mean, come on, hell yeah! <laughs>
1: so, what would you want to see from Ant Man three?
0: You know what? I want to see you know Hank Pym and you know get it into the quantum realm mm-hmm. and finding Janet. I want to visit more of uh, the interaction of Scott Lang and Wasp. Yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp with other characters, m- other characters, because I need you need that.
1: Yeah. Well. The first movie was the heist movie, which worked right. wonders. Exactly did well. I would classify the second Ant-Man the Wasp was kind of like a buddy cop it film. It was a buddy cop. But the stakes yeah. weren't that high in the grand scheme of things. Like, he was trying to save... What is her name? I'm drawing... Janet. 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 Janet he's yeah, trying yeah. to save Janet. And they're trying to stop ghosts from stealing. I mean, mm-hmm. the stakes weren't that high in the right. grand scheme of things. Which, they were in a weird niche of trying to connect a little bit to Endgame, but happened before Endgame. So right. they couldn't do much with it. I really want to see Ant-Man have a more prominent thing now where the stakes are higher. I mean, hell, he's been through. re-done, undone the snap. He introduced time travel. He's fought in a huge galactic battle on Earth with right. all these villains. He needs to have higher stakes. And right. I think this would be the movie to go balls to the wall with it, especially now that his daughter's older, too. They right. can introduce her as stature, which would be just fantastic, too. Yes. And maybe hand off the torch to them. I mean, I don't know how long Paul Red wants to do this for. As long as he wants to do it, though, I'm in, because he's that dude don't age.
0: Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, I imagine he he wants to keep going, you know. Yeah. Would you blame him? Kind of finish out like a Tony Stark, you know, like a Robert Downey Jr. and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to keep doing these movies mm-hmm. until they you don't just want can't anymore. anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I the, need to get out.
1: That's the way to do it, though. You ride that horse until you can't ride yeah. it no more. And then you don't override it to, like, you know, like how Roger Moore was Bond forever. forever. And this dude's in his, in his 60s trying yes. to play this suave guy. And you're like, dude, get your walker. Get, yeah. get a cool walker. <laughs> get his oxygen way. tank. He can't breathe. <laughs> so, speaking of another Marvel thing, uh, Sebastian Stan Anthony, and Anthony Mackey announced that they're starting production on The Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's awesome. Which I can't wait for because you got. You got Baron Zemo coming back, and he's actually Daniel Brule's playing him again. And yeah. he's gonna wear his mask hopefully this oh, time. Oh, that's gonna be great! Which would be just awesome, as nerds. That was yeah. that was kind of disappointing that he didn't wear that mask in the movie. I mean, it's just a purple ski mask, but it's so cool right. in the comics. I can't wait to see how it looks in live action too. That'd be it's gonna be awesome if he's actually wearing his Falcon esque America, America Captain yeah. America suit. That's gonna like
0: be to cool that. too. Of course, they're gonna you know drag it down a little bit, probably for the probably. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: uh, another news related to that: Disney Plus starts in seven, seven days, days on the twelfth. Seven. So days. it may be sooner by the time we publish this episode. Correct. But I don't know about you, but I've already signed up. Right. I am watching yeah. the Mandalorian. Day oh
0: yeah. One. Oh my I gosh. Cannot <laughs> wait. Yeah. I I still have to on uh Apple TV uh, watch C. That's supposed to be awesome. Yeah. It's supposed to be very good. Jason Momoa is doing a great job in it. Love Momoa. Oh, many great things
1: Speaking of Momoa, he's possibly in a little bit of trouble because he announced the other day that he saw the Snyder Cut of Justice League. You know there's a big question big yeah, at that Snyder Cut release. Yeah. I'm, I'm behind that because right. I would love to have seen what so Snyder I see. did. I think it was a huge missed opportunity that Snyder didn't get to finish his trilogy that he had in mind mm-hmm. because what he's spoken about could have been great stuff, like the part where Steppenwolf and Justice League got taken back through the boom tube. Right. They were supposed to see Darkseid Side on the internet. And just that visual of seeing the silhouette of Darkseid with those red eyes scares right. the shit out of me. Like, just it's the thought of that, because yeah. he's a big, hulking he's presence. A, it's a bad dude. He's but a bad, bad he, he announced that he saw the Snyder cut, and that was almost completely finished. And I think Warner Brothers slapped him on the wrist a little bit before he, he was joking. He goes, I might get fired for that comment, which they would be stupid, stupid. to fire him, because Aquaman, Aquaman was just... Oh. You
0: can't replace him.
1: I'll tell you what, Aquaman. That movie was so fantastic. I told you what I said at the movie, right? After the movie, so when he pops out of the water at the end and it does that slow motion stop shot with him out right. of the water, my wife turns to me and goes, that made me cry. I was like, that made my dick cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a gorgeous <laughs> shot. But uh, so the Snyder Cut's just, it's. I would not be surprised if they don't release it soon because people are coming out saying, I mean, the visual effects people are saying, yeah, most of the shots were, the visual effects shots were complete for the movie. Correct. I think there is a cut out there. I think it's almost done. I think the studio would be stupid not, not to, to put a little money Because you know people like you yes. and me are going to go day oh, one, and buy them. Hell, we'd even go to theaters to and see, it. see it. Yeah, There's no, no doubt. reason we wouldn't. I mean, Justice League was good. Justice League was an okay movie. It was not Avengers by any stretch of imagination. Correct. It had some problems. I don't think Zack Snyder's visuals and story beats matched well with Josh, Josh Wheaton's humor, humor and yeah. story beats. They, just, no. they don't mesh because they're two different people. I think if you were to make a Josh Ween movie with Zack Snyder's visuals entirely, that would be good. I mean, Ween's good at visuals, but yeah. Snyder's got an eye for the action.
0: But that ex- that's exactly why I felt segmented and yeah. choppy and just all over the place. You're, okay, you know, they're doing... Wait a second, they're not doing this. They're this makes No, it doesn't make sense. Okay, what are we doing here? Well, it was just too this. many cuts. I think they yeah.
1: reshot way too much. I mean, the whole Russian family scene... Right. Was completely Josh Whedon. Yeah. Which I feel is unnecessary. I don't, I, I know the stakes. I know he's going to blow up this world. I know he's here to mess shit up. You don't need to show me this Russian family struggling here. Right. I, I could do without that entirely. Now, I did appreciate it because I liked the Flash when he pushed the truck out of the way. Right. And yeah. he was just having his chipper moment. Like, it's great to and see he's just like, yeah, he like, oh, <laughs> And he's Superman flying with the building. Whatever. do he runs off. I was sure. like, oh, that's, that was good. That was good. But I could do without the Russian family. I like the way Snyder does his films. Like I loved Man of Steel. I thought it was a great yes, reinterpretation I of Superman. It was, it was, I didn't understand the hate towards it. Like, yeah, okay, great. He caused a lot of damage. He was stopping an alien invasion where these people are just as strong as he is. Right. Buildings are going to get blown up. Well, people are going to die. There's going to be cloud damage. You don't see people throwing a fit when Godzilla shows up in the Godzilla movies. Oh, a ton of people who probably died. died. Yeah, yeah, buildings are crushed. He's a giant monster. Yes. Of course, people die. It's collateral damage. It's Let's just take him out of the equation and
0: together. let the monsters run around and do what they want to <laughs> How do. Would just <laughs> How about that? I'm you know, uh, I'm yeah. not gonna, actually, I, I wouldn't see that movie. No, I'm just saying. You know, that's what people expect. People yeah. say that.
1: And then I liked Batman v Superman. Theaters was okay. I was, I was the very, I was kind of disappointed because I felt like stuff was missing. But then when the Ultimate Edition came out, the rated R cut. Right, filled in those gaps, uh-huh. and it was so much better. Have you seen that right. No. I'll let you borrow it because okay. you gotta watch it. It literally it completes that movie, oh, and good. it makes it so much better and easier to watch. Because like like I said, the first the original theatrical cut, you could tell there was some plot that's missing. Like something's just kind of right. jumped around. You're like, how the fuck did we get to this conclusion? Yeah. <laughs> but once you see the extended cut, you're like, okay, this fills out now. This so makes basically. More sense.
0: What we're saying in most DC films, the editors aren't crazy. No,
1: most Zack Snyder DC films. films. Ah. Because Aquaman didn't have this problem. Right, Sam true problem. enough. Now, true. David Ayer's Suicide Squad had this problem because the studio was dealing with the backlash from Batman v Superman because it was too dark. Too dark. like, yeah. we need to lighten this up, That's which right. was a bad call. you got to just trust these guys. You hired them for a reason. Mm-hmm. Let them finish their movie. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't do well. It doesn't pan out. Okay, great. Lesson learned. But you're only going to make things worse. I have never seen a movie that really came out better for having studio interference. I cannot think of one off the top of my head. Right. You just... It doesn't happen. Because yeah. you're you're in- interrupting these guys' artistic integrity, and it's making them not want to complete these movies. Now, the only time... Actually, I lie. The only time studio interference has come to play helpful is like in Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, Bryan Singer left production... He was just not stopped showing up so studio interfered and said, okay you know what we're gonna let uh, somebody else come in and finish the shooting he finished the last two or three weeks of shooting and the movie turned out pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, I, uh, I think Brian could singer be. had completed enough to where they could fill in the blanks and he's actually the guy that directed Rocketman <laughs> came in to fill right. in those blanks which Rocket man's pretty great too. That's the only time I really see studio interference playing part is that the directors just butchering it or not showing up to work. Uh, same thing with solo. What were the two guys' name that directed the Lego movie that were working on solo? Do you remember off the top of your head? Because if you don't, I can look it up. No. It was, let's see, the Legos. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They were directing solo. But then Kathleen Kennedy came in and Lawrence Kasdan said, this is not what we hired right. you guys to do. You guys are just doing jokes. You're letting them go off script. You're, which is, you know, that's always good to have some improv. But you can't let Somebody them improv the whole, the whole script. Yeah. And they were just upset. And then you had Ron Howard come in and put the movie back together. And there's actually been a big push lately to have a solo sequel where Ron Howard's completely in charge of the sequel. Because I feel like with what he did, with what he had, and the time he had to do it, he He'd did do a, a great job. job.
0: He'd do a great job. I mean, you know, it's Ron, Ron Howard. Howard's
1: amazing. I, like, I don't understand why some of his movies get the hate they do, but he's a don't damn either. good director. You know, the Snyder Cut needs to come out. They need to release it. They will make money off of it. I don't care how much... Li- They'd probably recoup some of their loss from Justice League... Spend the extra two, three mil, however much it takes to finish those visual effects shots. Maybe it's not even that much, maybe it's five, six hundred thousand dollars. Who knows? Pay the money, get it finished, put, it out, it. Yeah. put people, it out there. Yeah. People there's to enjoy. been such a huge push to get that movie. People are gonna show up to see that. And then you right. could sell the Blu rays for it oh my gosh. for a thirty bucks special exactly. edition and yet again Make We're gonna order. buy it. Exactly. Right. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Another sequel that's coming out, and I know you're gonna be thrilled about this one, is Into the Spider Verse Two.
0: I'm very thrilled about it because I've always been a Miles Morales fan. I've appreciated, you know, the diversity of the character and the power set. I mean, I've always thought his power set was pretty, pretty sweet. You know, Venom Blast, <laughs> invisibility, hey, hey, <laughs> the touch, the touch. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. It's not surprising because of the success of the first one. No okay, my goodness!
1: Not at all. That movie killed it. Yeah, killed oh, it. Oh, absolutely killed it.
0: New form of animation. All Sony did a fantastic job with it. it was spectacular.
1: Well, I'd even go so far to say that was Sony's first true f- to form Spider-Man. movie. No, it was.
0: It was. I mean, true to form. True to form. Not including, including all the Marvel things. ones, exactly. That, that, that they've just done. Uh, yeah, the, the yeah. ones that
1: they were in charge of by themselves. Right. It were made that animation. Works. Was unreal. No wonder it took so long. Top notch. Which this one they're pushing the for animation, the
0: sound quality, everything in it, the soundtracks. Oh yeah, fantastic. So, voice actors. Yeah. Mashaallah, leaves, leaves in it. Yes, and yeah.
1: great voice casting. This one's being come out in twenty twenty two, so we got a few years to go. But I I can't wait to see. Yeah. I can't wait to see what kind of Spider man they throw in there. I read our, uh, the other day that the producers confirming that Japanese Spider Man. You remember the Japanese oh, yeah. Spider-Man TV show?
0: Oh, yeah. He's, he's gonna, gonna, be gonna be the gonna sequel. Be a, oh my god! I don't know what kind this of role knows. he's gonna
1: have, but he's gonna be in it, which is just. I imagine
0: they're gonna open up the Spider Verse again. Yeah,
1: be. You know,
0: I'd like to see them do Spider Verse. You know, and have mm-hmm. Madame Web in it and. The whole storyline, yeah, with that That would be
1: awesome. I remember Madden Webb from the 90s Sp- uh, Spider Man cartoon, yes, show. that's how I was introduced to her. <laughs> me, too, that's how I was introduced to Spider Man in general. Oh, I love oh really? That. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think when that show was coming out, I was four or five years old, right? I hadn't really been introduced to comic books yet, so I got most of my superhero stuff from animated series Batman, right. the anime series, oh, yeah. Superman, the anime series, <laughs> Spider Man. Of like, course, those are what I was introduced to uh,
0: Spider Man through the uh Electric Company. Oh, back in really? the 70s yeah yeah age, awesome awesome and Morgan Freeman still looked the same back
1: then <laughs> let's see what else do we got we talked about have we talked about the new James Bond movie that's coming out yet no oh not. man so uh, it's called No oh. Time to Die yeah those Bond movies always come up with the craziest names I mean Live and let die. My Octopusy. Where yeah. do you get these titles from?
0: Probably my favorite Bond up until this point. I, I really enjoyed Daniel Craig oh, as yeah. Bond. Fantastic. Um, you know, Sean Connery was top notch too. Yeah,
1: absolutely, right. absolutely. It was funny. My brother sold me out to my dad because he listens to the show. He yeah. goes, Kendrick ranked uh, Roger Moore. Your favorite one is his least favorite. I was like, No, 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 no. I was like, George is my f- least favorite. Uh, okay. Roger is not that high on list because I think Timothy Dalton's underrated. I do I, too. I, think I love Sean that. Connery. I love Daniel Craig. So, like I said, it goes Craig, Connery, Dalton, Moore, Brosnan, Lazenby. Gotcha. So, take that to Dad Hollister and let me know how that goes. <laughs> Throw me under a bus. But, uh, so No Time to Die is directed by Kerry Joji Fukunaga, which his name sounds familiar. To me, and I'm trying to remember what it was from that he's directed. But yeah, great. I think this is Craig's last movie. Oh, right, exactly. that's it. He d- he wrote it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. And then he's directed a few movies called uh, "Beast of No Nation," which I haven't heard of. Oh, I've
0: seen it uh, with the Idris Alba.
1: Was it with Idris Alba? Yeah,
0: Man, I loved it. great
1: uh, movie. Uh Jane Eyre, he directed that, and a few other Sin Nombre, Mexican American adventure thriller. Never heard okay. of it, but you know, the fact that he wrote it was that's all I need. It's usually these guys that like they hasn't done much. They yeah. come into these big productions and they kill it yeah. every time. He's got yeah. some chops because *Beast of the
0: Nation* got much acclaim. I mean, it's fantastic. Movie. I mean, hell,
1: my my case in point when I talk about people that haven't done much coming to this, Russo brothers and Whedon. Right. I mean, those two, the Russo brothers were known for *Arrested Development*. Yeah, and Whedon was Buffy the Vampire Slayer and *Firefly*. And Firefly How yeah. dare you forget *Firefly*? Yeah, well, you know. That show needs to make a comeback. Um, so Daniel Craig, like we said, coming back. Uh, Ralph Vanessa is coming back as M. Ben Whishaw is coming back as Q. Jeffrey Wright is coming back as Felix. Like, I'm so excited because yeah. he wasn't in the last two. I love Felix. Uh, Rami Malek is playing the villain. Oh, we'll be awesome with that. Hell yeah, I like to be see awesome. That. And then I read somewhere the other day that I think the villain of Spectre is coming back. I think I read that the other day, oh. which... I, th- I don't remember. I need to watch Spectre again. It's been a while, but I thought he died at the end. I guess remember he died at the end too. That
0: was uh, Christoph-, Christoph Christoph Waltz. Yeah, yeah. Christoph Waltz.
1: I, I can't remember if you, I like. I said it's been one of my favorite ones is Skyfall. Yeah, and then going probably. from Skyfall to Spectre, you're just not gonna do as well. There's no, no. way in hell. I'm really hoping that this one, being Craig's last movie, goes out on a strong I'll put high the last note. Stops out. Yeah, all the stops. Which yeah, I so. wish the roles were reversed. I wish No Time to Die was probably like the third or. Fourth one, and mm-hmm. Skyfall is the last, because Skyfall okay. is just amazing. God, I love Skyfall. Moonraker.
0: <laughs> Moonraker, yeah. <God. laughs> that was, you know what? Those those Bond movies back then, that's the Bond movies I actually grew up on. Yeah. It was Roger Moore. Jaws. Odd Job. I mean, odd Job was a Sean Connery villain, but you had all these guys. Nothing. Man with the Golden Gun. All.
1: Nothing wrong with those original ones. I've actually no. been showing my wife. The original ones before the baby got here, I've been showing, because I have the collection. Right, the, okay. Uh, the 50th year anniversary oh, one that nice. came out. yeah. So I've been showing her to him, and I think we're, last one we were watching was Live That Die. So she needs to finish that one, and then I need to get her caught up before the new one comes out because they always throw in those Easter eggs oh. into each Bond maybe yeah, that's that you really won't get if you hadn't seen the rest of them Eddie Murphy is back oh it's Dolomite oh, right yeah, Dolomite is that. my
0: name that is a great ensemble cast Eddie Murphy got uh, Wesley Snipes Kino Michael Key yeah uh, Mike Epps <laughs> Just a great cast. Yeah, uh, great stuff. I I really enjoyed watching that movie. It's vintage Eddie Murphy, so I mean it. It's almost like he hasn't even left. So it came back very good. I, and, is and you it know like, the story is of Rudy, along the
1: lines of uh, coming to America. And... Well, it's kind of like that, but it's actually a
0: retelling of how they actually made Dolomite the movie. Okay. Um, and the uh, subsequent movies afterwards, the sequels. Rudy Ray Moore was a comedian. And Eddie Murphy described him perfectly. Uh, he said he was the loser who refused to lose. And you know this guy wasn't significantly talented in any area. Okay. Okay. He had some really raunchy uh, albums he put out, blue blue mm-hmm. albums and everything like yeah, that, yeah. which were really which were funny. Yeah. I mean, really, if you listen to him, he said, you know what? I want to make this money. I want to make you know a movie. And they he financed it all himself, did everything all himself, and it broke so many records.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, as a movie. So it was really a, a good telling of the story and Eddie Murphy does there's scenes in it where you look at it they meticulously recreated these scenes and it and Eddie Murphy and the cast around it pulls it off just flawlessly. Yeah. And it's funny, it's uh you you feel for the guy, you know, but then you sit back and you go, okay, yeah. The power of it, you know, it labeled as a black exploitation film, but you know, as they all talked about it's like that was the only time they saw people you know of color on the on the screen big screen yeah so to them it wasn't even exploitation it was just hey, we finally got somebody up there but yeah if you get a chance to watch, watch, watch that movie You need to great. watch it i was gonna I say let's do
1: our next it. review on that but never mind yeah. you just way to go mark you went ahead nah, and we, we did still you? talk about it yeah <laughs> so a quick little few tidbits i forgot to mention before we end this one peyton reed is coming back to direct ant-man 3 nice um Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, he's weighed in on the whole Martin Scorsese comment thing. Right. Which, I read this and I was like, oh, this kind of echoes what you and I talked about. He says, he's a great filmmaker. I admire him immensely. He's made some great films. I would debate him on the subject. First of all, Marvel's making movies, they're movies. That's what Martin Scorsese makes. And they're good movies. I don't think he's ever seen a Marvel film. Anyone who's seen a Marvel film could not, in all truth, make that statement.
0: No, they couldn't. They could not ever say they offer nothing. There's no surprise. There's no passion or drama or there's no telling of a story that makes you just go, "I'm on the edge of my seat." Mm-hmm. Every time you see it. Yeah. Even though we know what the ending is going to be.
1: Yeah. How
0: they arrive at that ending changes in those movies compared to the source material. Yep. I mean, so you're you, you you're involved with those characters. I mean, there's a whole generation of kids and people are coming up saying iron man yep. who's saying captain america we're saying oh yeah i like the winter soldier i like you know these characters were fleshed out by these directors by these actors and it is cinema yeah sorry man it's cinema absolutely it is, it is a it is a movie and it's that, not going anywhere. no it's not going anywhere and i think that's kind of what you know i don't like about his statement it's like okay yeah unfortunately there aren't uh, if you're if you've got a comic book movie in the theater, it's dominating that theater.
1: Uh, yeah, they kill the box office. Everything, even their lowest incoming box office movies are still in the seven eight hundred million dollar range.
0: Right, but if you love movies, you're still going to go to a movie and see a different. You're still going to a theater and see a different movie too. I mean, it's not that you're. Oh, I'm just going to go see that. And that's the only, you know, hey, some people, yes. Some, you might, uh, that might be the money you spend there. Yeah. But, for most people, hey, oh, I'm going to go see that movie. I'm going to go see this, you know, smaller movie yeah. than the, the Marvel movie. Well, yeah. I still
1: want to go see The Irishman. Anyways. Oh, gosh, gotcha. I mean? It's a it's typical all... gangster movie, but I'm in. Like, I'll, I'll watch it. So, another, I got three more little, two or three more tidbits bits for you. Uh, Deadpool 3 is rumored to already be in development at Marvel Studios. Right. Which, Song now that Marvel the owns them, that's just, yes. that's fantastic. Like, let's see, I'm, I'm hoping they'll keep it rated R. I'm hoping, ooh, Ryan Never. Reynolds is going to stay. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds would be dumb to leave Wade Wilson right. behind, because he is Wade Wilson. Yeah. That's like Just like at. how Tony, uh, Robert Roger Jr. Jr. is Tony yeah. Stark, and Chris Evans is Captain America. Exactly. Like, hey, you'd be dumb. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. I mean, hell, all the Marvel guys in general are those characters. Are those characters, now? But yeah. that is one of Fox's better castings. Right, I mean that was that's up there with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, Wolverine. and Patrick do, Stewart like as Professor X. And then let's see here, the other one I had was Robert Patton said, said he's reading a lot of comic books of for the DC movie, which bully for him. Way to go, dude! Get his name. I mannequin. like it. I recommend Batman Hush if you haven't uh, read that that's one already, because that is fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, Long Halloween's also really good too. I think <laughs> that's what the Dark Knight was based off of or took source material a lot from of source material, the Yes. Halloween. But it was funny. He goes, um, I've had quite a lot of time to prepare because I didn't realize there were so many Batman comics. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. 80 years. For you just 80 years. 80. <laughs> <laughs> Of course there's a crap <laughs> ton gosh. of comics. So many stories. So many just... Random things that he's been in one shots. The whole nine yards. Some of the best issues were just one shot. One shot stories. stories. See here, there was one other thing I was looking at. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis posted a video the other day for Halloween Kills that they're starting to film it. Yes, and it showed a shot of Michael. So, like the big trope for Halloween movies, if you didn't see them get killed, and then you know you didn't see the body body, of the movie, they're still still alive. alive. Of course. How do you escape a burning fire? Out of the house, How? who knows? I don't know. But I don't care. You're giving me two more of these movies after the last I'll one. I'll take it. I'm in Halloween I'll Kills comes it. out next year, I think. Let me, right. like, let me double check my math here because they announced them a few months ago that they were going to do Halloween Kills and then Halloween Ends, which mm. those are cool, simple titles, titles. that exactly. I am all for. October 16th, 2020, next year. Next yes, year, buddy. oh my god, yes, and then Halloween Ends is. One year after that, in
0: 2021. You know, let's talk a little bit more, like you said, about Disney Plus, about uh Apple TV. Yeah. And, you know, all the other things that are coming out, the streaming services. Yes. They're going to change the face of how we view movies. Oh, yeah. They're going to start. Because Lady in
1: the Tramp's coming out the, on Disney Plus. Right. They're not even sending it to theaters. The
0: quality of these things, because they're... You know, Disney is throwing a ton of money behind all of these characters they're bringing out. I mean, they said, you know, Wanda and Vision's going to be awesome. You know, they're going to bring out... I believe they're going to start after uh, the ban from Netflix uh, for the contracts for that. They are going to bring out all of those things. But the disturbing news is they're not bringing Luke Cage's character back. They're bringing the character, but they're not bringing him back.
1: I don't know if we talked about this the other day, but I did read that... They want Charlie Cox and Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter yeah. They want them to come back. Possibly, there's a rumor right. about that, which they would be dumb not to take Luke Cage back because Mike Colter well, uh, did an amazing job as Luke Cage. He was he was the stature, he the weight, right. muscles, the whole nine yards. I could do without the guy that played got to play Iron Fist, right? And that, those good. are
0: the two they said they were most likely going to chop, and he yeah. said you know they're going to look for somebody else besides Coulter in the Luke Cage role. Which is a dumb thing to do because I think he did a very good job with the emotion and the struggle that Luke Cage
1: had. He did, but he did. if Marvel's saying they're going to find somebody else, they'll find they'll somebody else. They'll find good. somebody else, probably yeah. more perfect. And we'll be like, you know what? Colter, great. you're great. Yeah. You know, high five, brother. We're good job. But damn, but, this new guy's good, too. Because right. I mean, like, I, I was upset when Ed Norton got replaced. But Mark Ruffalo so yeah. much oh, better. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> cannot beat Mark Ruffalo. And no, you then, can't. Speaking on the services, you know, you got Disney Plus coming out. uh HBO's going to do HBO Max, Max yeah. which I think Warner Brothers part of that. I think which
0: would be great. If Warner Brothers some... owns HBO, right?
1: Yeah. Okay, so Warner Brothers is doing that, and they're going to probably yeah. put out DC shows and movies there too. Because I know the big one they were mentioning was Green Lantern. Okay. Yeah. Which would be great because you know with the with the move uh, the TV budgets they have nowadays and what they can right. do with visuals and how easy they yes. can do. It. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. They could do, a Green can do all kinds TV of, show. And, and a really
0: good in-depth Green Lantern show. Four major characters, yeah, of Green Lantern. So I mean, and even the you know the smaller <laughs> and lesser offshoots. Well, I'd but, say
1: we're a good year or two away from everybody just saying, you know, fuck it, I don't need, you know, I don't need direct TV, I don't need U Verse, I don't need right. any of that stuff. I'm just gonna, gonna pay old for streaming. my streaming service. I'm exactly. gonna get my Hulu. I'm gonna get my Netflix. I'm going to get my Disney Plus. I'm going to get my HBO, your Apple TV. Yeah. And you probably still end up saving money than what it cost really? you for freaking oh. cable service.
0: Did you see the boys' Did the I new watch trailer? The boys? I have the The new trailer.
1: Yeah, yeah. it just kind of rehashed season one. A little bit. Through a little then bit, then a little threw, bit. Yeah. I think just, it was deleted scenes. But yeah, there was more exactly. just saying like, hey, we're doing season two. Exactly. Which we all knew because the boys was freaking this epic. Was awesome. And yeah. it ended on that cliffhanger where you're just like damn you i want to, like why do you do this to yeah, me yeah. like i'm gonna come back next season don't leave me on such a big <laughs> cliffhanger. like are you, I, you guys got me hook line and sinker like oh, come well, on now great yeah I, I bet you Mandalorian's gonna end up on some kind of oh it will so yes yeah, gonna come back next year
0: and you're gonna be sitting there going okay we're gonna want more and <laughs> more, more and more and more
1: well i read yesterday and this is a cool little tidbit too the guys that are doing the show running, and I don't think it was John Favreau that talked about it, but it was one of the other producers, they mentioned that they're going for the western look, feel of Star okay. Wars, which is good. That's good. what they yeah. should do with this. Yeah, I think so. But this character, the Mandalorian, that Pedro Pascal's playing, he's not going to be a good or a bad guy. He's going to walk the, the line. line. He's going to yes. be that bounty hunter. that bounty hunter. You're going to be like, God, this guy's a dick, you but he's me? also going to do the good things too sometimes. Exactly. You which pay is, me,
0: I'm going to be who you need me to be. Well,
1: that's a bounty hunting role yeah, in general, so exactly. I'm, I'm, it's not going to be like Dog the Bounty Hunter. And be like, hey brother, yeah. you need Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. if he says that, yeah. I'm out. Like, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. You need space, Jesus. Yeah, Shut up. Right. That I can't wait for that show, and we're gonna definitely do a review of the first season, probably within a week of it being out, because I know you're gonna binge watch it. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm gonna binge watch it. It's gonna go quick.
0: You got anything else? That's where those days off come in handy
1: shut up you're three to four <laughs> days
0: off you work three to four days a week you have to work five
1: <laughs> butthead anyway you got anything else no i think that's it yeah can't think of anything else we kind of ran back and forth on a few topics but a lot of things there's a lot of good news coming. hopefully we're
0: not ramble on too much in circles or endless loops but hey
1: hey what can you do Some we stuff. we like to talk about the movie news and <laughs> It all comes up randomly. right. (laughs) It's like, oh, wait, there's this too. Like, great, let's talk about that. All right, well, I'm Kendrick. And I'm Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White.